0: introduce you okay okay so uh, she has been studying homeopathy since 2002 and has been in practice since 2010 she took training at the and I have trouble with pronunciations you already know that about me I believe Uh, luminos luminos school yes okay Of, of homeopathy in Vancouver from 2004 to 2008 and received her homeopathic master clinical diploma yep. she also has diplomas from the devonshire school of england for anatomy and physio physiology yes. and pathology and disease wow that's a lot of stuff there oh my goodness she is registered with canadian society of Homeop- homeopaths and the bc association of homeopaths yes. past training in touch for health and body management courses nutrition courses Ear candling, Australian bush flower essences training, and <laughs> orthobiomony? Say
1: hey, That's so easy.
0: <laughs> I know. <laughs> Courses. And she will be a lifetime student of human psychology, finding the root cause of disease from the understanding and practice of homeopathy. Health to her comes from a balance of mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual wholeness, which is what homeopathy addresses. She currently has a full-time practice in Kelowna, D.C., and a beautiful office. I love going to your office. It's just so welcoming and wonderful and stuff. I hope I didn't butcher your uh, introduction too badly. (laughs) Not at all. I don't know why I had trouble with some words. Uh, you've been very patient with my homeopath, but I'm saying that better now, right?
1: You are. You're awesome.
0: <laughs> Number one. <laughs> but uh, pretty pretty outstanding. So I am going to dip out now and hand it over to you. And then I will uh, come back on at uh, 2.35 to wrap up the last few minutes.
1: And uh, I will, I will let you get on with it all right i'm going to share my screen thank you shauna thank you for the introduction absolutely all right let's see if i can share my screen here
0: i'm just making a co-host two seconds all right. sorry it was me i should have been quicker on that so
1: ready now yeah can you should I be able to share your screen yeah i think so uh yeah
0: there we go excellent
1: All right, so let's just go back here. There we go. All right, perfect. All right, everybody. I hope that you can see this well on the screen live. That's great. Okay, so um, Yeah, a lot of people don't understand that uh, homeopathy um, is something that I utilize all the time for viruses and immunity. And it's a big subject right now. So I really wanted to address this with everyone. And hopefully you'll get something out of it. And hopefully that you'll know that you have alternatives to what's going on in the world right now. So homeopathy has been around for 230 years. Um, And we were around in the 1918 Spanish flu and the people that did go to a homeopath back in that time, they actually were very successfully treated and it is documented in our history. So it's something that can be looked up as well. So what is homeopathy and how does it work? So there's our homeopathy's founder, Dr. Samuel Hanneman. Um, So the foundational principle of homeopathy is that which which can produce a set of symptoms in a healthy individual can treat a sick individual who is manifesting a similar set of symptoms. So better known as like cures like. This philosophy dates back to Hippocrates. However, it was German physician, the man on the screen, Dr. Christian Friedrich Samuel Hahnemann, who brought life to this principle, turning it into a system of medicine. So, struck by the fact that a healthy person ingesting quinine would develop malaria like symptoms, this is the first remedy that he actually uh, did approving on. And we know it as China officinalis, it's a plant. So the very disease quinine had been discovered to treat over several years, Hahnemann experimented ingesting substances and cataloging the symptoms they produced in himself, as well as other healthy volunteers in a process he called approving. And we still do that to this day. The symptoms gave the homeopathic picture of that particular substance and its potential healing applications. All right. Unfortunately, full strength medications were often too potent and frequently created very negative side effects. For example, back in the day of Hahnemann's time, when people had syphilis, they used mercury in its crude form to treat the syphilis. If they cured the syphilis, they killed the patient. So, in in Dr. Hahnemann's time he saw these kind of practices happening and this is what led him to looking for a better system of medicine a gentle powerful system of medicine that wasn't going to kill you and was going to involve your own immune system and that was really important to him and that's why he spent so much time um, years in the making of figuring out how to make this work so it's unknown how Dr. Hahnemann uh, made the discovery, but after much experimentation, he hit on the method of doing a series of dilutions interspersed with violent agitation called succussion. This um, all started with a mortar and a pestle. So this method appeared to produce a highly diluted yet extremely potent and safe medicine. And thus the process of potentization was born. 99 drops of water in a vial and one drop of alcohol and they actually did this on a leather-bound Bible back in the day. The great mystery of homeopathy lies in Hahnemann's eventual discovery that the greater the dilution of a substance, the more powerful it is as a medicine. So he maintained, and the field of homeopathy still to this day uses the same methods, the most powerful homeopathic remedies which have been diluted and success, success, success sorry, over a thousand times, usually don't even have a single molecule of the original substance left, only its energetic footprint. So we are the first, we were the first to have actually energy medicine that is actually still practiced the same way today. All right. So the way that remedies are created is the reason for its gentle yet powerful healing that results from this method of preparation. This is the only medicine in the world produced in this way. So I actually buy remedies from homeopathic pharmacies that are making these remedies in the same way with machines now and not leather bound Bibles, but in the same way that they were making them 230 years ago. So that's uh, quite an impressive thing. So these are the four pillars of homeopathy. And this is um, what homeopathy is based on. The totality of symptoms. You are more than just a leg or a head or an individual piece of yourself. When we talk about whole medicines, I can't think of any other medicine that takes into account your body symptoms, your mental and emotional symptoms, and your dream and sleep symptoms. Everything, every part of you is speaking to what needs or what needs to be promoted for healing. So your body is speaking a language that we look at as homeopaths when you come to us. And, and you know, it's, it's like, you know, this burning pain or this, whatever it might be, it might be, it's gonna be very specific for you. So we need to find individual remedies, which is the next um, pillar of homeopathy. We look for remedies, medicine that matches who you are specifically, what you need to promote your healing, you need right now, whether it's an acute situation, you got stung by a bee, or whether it's a chronic situation, something that's been going on for years and years, that might require more time and not just a week that you're gonna be better, absolutely better. It is about every aspect that defines you as a person, There is not a one-size-fits-all situation as a general rule. The third pillar is like cures like. So we look for remedies that have similar symptoms as you. For example, like I said, if you get stung by a bee, I would think of the remedy Apis that is made from bee venom to stimulate your immune system to heal the sting from the insect bite. It can be used for anything that will make anything swell up to a large degree, a wasp bite, a mosquito bite, a hornet bite, anything like that. So I had a situation this summer where I got stung not once, but twice. Immediately, I walked into my my home and I grabbed my apis and I put it under my tongue. And within two minutes, I could feel the pain leaving. I had to read repeat it in about five minutes because I could feel the pain coming back and I repeated it again at nighttime when I went into bed because I could feel there was still a niggling bit of pain and I never had pain or swelling or anything come back again. So this is homeopathic remedies in an acute situation that is just amazing to watch. You'll see it work right before your eyes. You'll see your body actually go back and heal itself in a very quick order. So it's amazing to have that on hand. The fourth pillar of homeopathy is minimum dose. So we use the least amount of medicine to stimulate your own immune system to heal, meaning you do not have to take remedies every day, all day long. It's not a medication. If we've stimulated your immune system, we allow your immune system the time it needs to heal. In an acute situation like what I was in with the bee sting, I took it more frequently to counteract what was going on right at that moment and it act, and it goes back and addresses it right at that moment. So in an acute situation, you will take remedies more often. In a chronic situation, you probably take them weekly or however it is deemed necessary for you and that's between you and your homeopath, which hopefully would be me. <laughs> so next slide. We get to viruses, so homeopathy and viruses in history. As I said before, we were there for the influenza, the great influenza of 1918. Um, COVID-19 is no different. Measles, mumps, rubella, chickenpox, shingles, herpes, um, SARS, MERS, Epstein-Barr virus. And homeopathy has prided itself in the 230 years that um, it's been around to be able to support people's immune systems so their bodies can go back and heal these things. So we have been there through the cholera, the yellow fever, the typhus, the scarlet fever. Dr. Hahnemann, when he knew scarlet fever was going around, he would go and knock on people's doors and he would give them the remedy belladonna, which we still use today, for the family to take ahead of whatever was going around for the scarlet fever of that time so that people's immune systems would already be ramped up against whatever it was that was going around and he did that um, quite successfully and the people that did that they didn't get sick so it that is as well documented in history Um, so you know this is about uh, treating immune systems this isn't about suppressing your immune system this is actually about going back and getting to the root cause root cause of something and actually um, making a difference for your immune system to go and fight We have our immune systems in place because that's that is the part of us that does have the ability to go back and heal anything all right so um, the response um, through the homeopathic community to this time um, that we are dealing with COVID-19 we have as a worldwide group actually of homeopaths come together in webinars and discussed our COVID-19 cases and remedies that have been used successfully. And they have been treating um, very successfully using homeopathic remedies. And I'm not saying that it's a cure-all or that anybody else has to do it or anything else. I'm just saying there is a natural way for you to build up your immunity so that your bodies can fight things. And homeopathy is one way of doing this. There are different remedies required depending on the symptoms and the individual's expression of that virus. Like all cases of patients, we look at the individual's response to the illness. Everyone needs different remedies because we don't all get ill the same symptoms or the same way. Even for the common cold, people in the same household do not have the same symptoms or get the same colds. This is true for any and all viruses. We all have individualized responses to the world around us. And that is why homeopathy is such a great fit for viruses and immune system disorders. I can have 10 people coming to me for a flu and they can all have different symptoms that would make me search out a different remedy for all of them. They could all start out with the same remedy in the beginning and they might need a different remedy to complete the healing process overall. So one of the most important aspects in homeopathy is the mental and emotional reasons we get sick. Again, it is very individualized. The emotional side of ourselves, which is what we call stress, is what causes our immune systems to get lowered. I ask all of my clients, what happened to you that upset you or angered you or affected you before you started getting symptoms? This is a very important part of finding the correct remedy for each person. I did see COVID 19 virus in a few of my clients back in January before it was circulating more rapidly. They were both in their 70s. It was a husband and wife. And because I didn't know that's what they had, I treated it like any other virus. And it did have different um, symptoms than some of the viruses that I've seen. But the key was they didn't wait to contact me. And I was able to find remedies that boosted their immune systems quickly. And they were both okay. Neither of them got violently ill or required medical care. It is important to be proactive when you are dealing with a virus because it can replicate very quickly in the body. I used the same remedy in the beginning for both of this husband and wife team. And then the wife needed a few different remedies to finish the healing while the husband recovered taking the first remedy alone. So again, very individualized treatment. Not everybody's the same. When some people need this, some another person might need that. So you have to look at it very differently and you, and you follow what's going on with the person in front of you. It's not like I can look up your name in a book and it's gonna be this remedy for you because your name is this or whatever. It's very different from the medical system of um, how people are used to seeing things. So viruses um, in children, and I think I'm yeah. So viruses in children and maybe the population in general are about evolution. And I know that sounds really funny, but if if you've ever seen a, a child getting a childhood disease like the measles, mumps, and chickenpox, you will understand what I'm saying because their immune system goes into full fight. And when our immune systems are in fighting mode and we survive the outcome, it's growth and expansion for us. I saw this in my oldest son who got the measles after even being vaccinated, okay, which is very unusual, but not unheard of apparently. And after his battle with this virus, he grew in his body and also changed in his personality as well. He wasn't as shy and started to make more friends and put himself out in the world more, which was really interesting. So now I can talk from a personal experience from when I had the Epstein-Barr virus. So this is just an interesting, you know, because a lot of people have had viruses. This happened many years ago. I happened to treat a young woman that had the Epstein-Barr virus. I had close contact with her in the month of September. And it wasn't until December of that same year, so good three months later, my immune system was lowered because of a mental and emotional issue that had happened for me. My best friend was moving four provinces away, and I was very upset about it. knew how much I would miss her, and, um, you know, what could I do? It was what it was, and she was moving away. So even before she started to move, I, I, felt not to, I started not to feel well. I was tired and not feeling like myself. My glands in my neck were sore, and I just thought I needed more sleep. It turns out that I was faced with something that had lowered my immune system. My mental and emotional state had gotten lowered, and the virus then um, attacked my system. So I had contracted it three months earlier, but it wasn't until my mental and emotional state had changed that the virus actually came back and actually um, showed up in me in my body. So I had a very high fever every night. I was very weak with no desire to eat at all. I even got to the point where I felt like I couldn't breathe. I was actually quite scared that day, and I decided this is enough. I need to phone my homeopath. At first, I thought I just had a flu and no big deal. I would just sleep it off. It was no big deal, but it wasn't a regular flu at all. And I did go to the hospital because I was so dehydrated and from having so many high fevers and not many adults get that many high fevers, so it was quite interesting. They tested me at the hospital, and yes, I did have Epstein-Barr virus, which is not all that common in people that are in their 40s because this happened to me about eight years ago. I was very grateful to have a homeopath on my side. He recommended a few doses of some remedies, and within a few days, I was feeling so much better. I've never had a reoccurrence of this, and I was so grateful to have homeopathy on my side. When I went to that hospital, they told me they couldn't do anything for me because it was a virus. So that made it even more important to me that I, I knew that I had something on my side like, like homeopathy, which is amazing. So I think the big thing that people are struggling with in the midst of this COVID-19 scare is if, if I get it, how will it affect me and what can I do to avoid it? If you do all the regular things to keep your immune system strong, like eating clean organic foods, getting plenty of sleep, exercise, vitamin D, which is very neglected and important part of our immunity, especially in the Northern climates where we get really gloomy. Exercise, laughter, living a stress-free life. Don't watch the news too much. Don't get caught up in the fear of this virus or any other virus. Be smart, keep yourself well. Don't be in large groups of people like they're recommending you know, and don't isolate yourself either. Your immune system is built to fight. So if you isolate, you know, then your immune system isn't used to fighting. And as soon as you come in contact with anything, it's gonna make it all the more harder. I know that goes against the grain of what they're saying, but that's really how your immune system fights is to be in fight mode all the time and to go up against things that challenge it. So I know that sounds the opposite. Um, Of course, people have the choice to do whatever they want and they should. This is just how I look at the immune system, which is very different from maybe the regular medical system. Um, Everyone has a certain amount of stress, and the problem is what is one stress for one person is not for another. So stress is really the reason why we get sick. As soon as your mental and emotional system or your body gets lowered in some way, your immune system gets lowered, then a lot of things coming down the pike, you are very much more easily um, to get. So when somebody comes to me, that's always my first question. What was your stress? What happened to you before you got sick? Because it's really important for me finding a good remedy for you. So I base this remedy very individually on what's going on in your life, what's happened to you, who you are as a person, you know, how you look at the world. That is really important to me. So it really is a very holistic approach. You know, your stress might be lack of money. It might be a job situation. Your marriage might be in trouble. I mean, There can be all kinds of reasons why people have um, a lot of stress, and a normal amount of stress is normal, but sometimes people get into situations where they don't even realize how much stress they're under, and it can make it even harder for people. So I I just really want to um, emphasize that, that we need to take that into account. We are not just a leg or an arm or, uh, you know, a head. Every part of us is important, so we need to really, Uh, realize that we need individualized medicine which is why I love homeopathy so much Um, we will always have viruses around no matter what we do and in a way they keep us stronger exactly what I said the more your body is in fight mode and the more it encounters germs and bacteria and viruses the more your body is is in that top condition mode for to fight and um, you know, um, now we have a society that believes in never being sick and having a vaccination for everything. And there is never any, I don't hear a lot of talk about keeping the terrain of our gut health strong or getting enough exercise or vitamin D, which I see is a huge issue for many people working in offices all the time. We think that a man made concoction of dead viruses with some very scary adjuncts injected directly into our bloodstreams, Um, is a safe and good way to build immunity. I don't believe this at all. And I don't know that if I took all the poisonous ingredients they use to make vaccinations, carcinogenic things, and all kinds of of things that they put in there. And if I put that into a glass, I'm not really sure many of you would want to drink from that glass and that you would um, actually partake in that. So it's, um, of course, vaccines are a personal choice and I'm not saying yay or nay. Everybody needs to make that choice for themselves. I just like them to know that homeopathy is a natural way to get your immune system working for you against the viruses and the bacteria to stay healthy. So it's an option that I hope people will realize that they have to look at. So when you have access to medicine that can kickstart your immune system via a natural system, you have the power to overcome anything. People always come to me and say, what can you treat? I'm treating the person in front of me. I'm helping to support their immune system. I'm dealing with the mental and emotional, the physical and the spiritual all in one. And there isn't anything that your body can't heal. I have seen nothing short of miracles with homeopathy, time and time again, with animals and with humans. People talk a lot about placebo effect. Well, I guess I would, I would tend to think maybe they have a point, but when you're treating babies and when you're treating animals, Placebo effect does not come into the picture, so I would say that that is a false statement, and they just don't understand enough about what I do or how I do it or how it works. And a lot of people want to discount that, but I always say just because I don't understand how electricity works doesn't mean that it doesn't work. So just because you don't understand something doesn't mean that it doesn't have validity. As I said, we've been doing this for 230 years, and hopefully we will be around for, and I know we will a lot longer than that. Even the royal family still uses homeopathy to this day. Probably one of the reasons why they live such a good long life and they recover from things quickly. So I wanted to share a few um, remedies that are important to have on hand for colds and flus that you might need. I'm just giving you a basic overview of some of these remedies. So this is Aconite. This remedy is known for suddenness of symptoms appearing usually starts from being in a cold, dry wind and getting a chill. You can have a very sudden fever or an inflammation that comes on very quickly. And I think the key word for aconite is something sudden. There can be numbness, tingling, burning, and agonizing pain. Starts around midnight or can get worse at midnight. Intense fear, nervous restlessness. And this is a great remedy to have on hand um, at the beginning of any illness, where symptoms seem to come out of the middle of nowhere. And when I saw so much fear at the beginning of this COVID situation, I told a lot of people to take a couple of doses of Akinate because they were reacting out of fear and not out of anything else. And it actually works quite well for that. Good fear-based remedy. The second remedy is our Senecum album. This is a very flu type remedy. You've used it a lot of times for flus. Fevers um, as well, vomiting, deathly, nausea, great exhaustion after the slightest exertion. These people feel very debilitated. They don't want to move, but yet they're very restless. They can have a lot of burning pains, unquenchable thirst, sweat, and they're cold with great thirst. They can be very cold and clammy to feel. They can crave hot drinks. They can be externally cold and internally burning on the inside. And they can have a lot of great anxiety and fears as well. And they don't like to be alone. They're quite afraid to be alone if they're in a The third remedy is Belladonna. So this remedy has sudden fever with a red flushed face, intense, hot skin, glassy eyes, is a real real keynote for this remedy. You will see dilated pupils and very glassy eyes. They can be quite mentally dull, and may not know what is going on around them. They kind of seem a little out of it, but they can be very restless and agitated as well. And I would look at this versus aconite at the beginning if they had a pretty high intense fever. Bryonia Alba. This was the number one remedy that we have used in homeopathy that matched most of the COVID symptoms. It's not always the first one, but it has been the majority of the time, the first remedy that we have used fever, dry cough, headache, aches and pains, and a lot of tiredness. The mucous membranes are mostly dry. They're thirsty most of the time for large quantities of water. They don't want to move because it hurts too much. They want to lie quite perfectly still with this remedy. Even moving the eyeballs I've seen can hurt too much. They actually just don't want to move a muscle. They can have a bursting splitting headache and they want to be alone. They have dizziness or fainting upon trying to get up. They can have a very dry, hacking, painful cough. And a lot of times they're holding their chest. They can have very irritable behavior. They don't want to communicate so much. And um, I see this on a lot of business people and people that are worried about money. And they have they can have a great fear of death with this remedy as well. They think they're going to die. Okay. Paptesia. Sorry, I got the wrong note here. All secretions are offensive. The breath, the stool, the urine, and the sweat. They have low fevers. They can have septic conditions of the blood. Great muscular soreness. Very rapid prostration. The bed feels too hard. They're too sick to move. Um, Mentally restless, but too lifeless to move can only swallow liquids and they gag on solid food, sleepless and restless, um, feeling of heat all over, chills mostly up and down the back, delirium, muttering, confusion as if intoxicated, and they can fall asleep while talking. They have a lot of constant drowsiness. So that's a very good remedy to have on hand as well. veg we call this remedy. General aggravation from lying flat, must sit up, desire to have a window open, feeling very oxygen starved, very collapsed states, weakness, unable to do daily activities, a very much a shortness of breath, cold, but they don't want to be covered, uh, great indifference and apathy, and great, irritabil- great irritability in this uh, remedy as well. This is a really good remedy that they have used um, for people with COVID symptoms as well. Eupatorium perfoliatum, bone set. This is tremendous aching as if the bones are broken. They moan and cry from the pain. Very restless, can't keep still, although it's a great desire to do so. High fever, preceded by chills, especially from 7 to 9 a.m. Can be moaning with the chill, high fever, flushed face, but they don't have the dilated pupils and the glassy eyes. Chills with thirst for cold drinks. They can vomit after drinking water. Um, Restless, but very intense bone pains. They'll feel like they've been hit by a Mack truck, and that's a really good way to know that this is probably the right remedy to use. Gelsemium, I've used this one a lot. Chills run up and down the spine, alternating with fever. Dull, dizzy, drowsy, droopy, depressed, delirious, and they don't want to be damp or cold. Droopy eyelids, they kind of have half slits for eyes. Heavy aching limbs, they have a real lack of willpower. Their muscles um, refuse to obey. They can even have trembling in their limbs, usually quite thirstless. They can have trembling speech with loss of voice, trembling the whole body shaking without chill from weakness, just from being weak. They want to be held tight and they feel very weak. Dry and sore chest and a very fluent choriza. Desires to be quiet and left alone and they don't want to speak or have anyone near them. This was the number one remedy used in the Spanish flu of 1918 by the way that most people recovered after using this remedy. So calicarbonicum, difficult respiration, Worse lying flat better sitting upright or propped up, chilly, worse from cold, intolerant, and aggravated by drafts, worse from 2 to 4 a.m., laryngitis, stitching pains in the throat, sinusitis, thick nasal catarrh, dogmatic, dislikes change. These are the people that show up to do their duty and their daily work. I call these people the worker bees. (laughs) I know we don't have too much time left. So, these are the 10 reasons to use homeopathy: natural action, health and well-being, a very effective medicine, no harmful side effects, very gentle non-invasive, no dependency or addiction, very cost-effective, fast-acting first aid relief for fa- families and animals, not tested on animals, a very complementary medicine can be used alongside other therapies or drugs, it will not interfere with people taking other medication environmentally friendly, no waste of energy or natural resources. And it is the medicine of the future. It is the second most widely used medicine in the world. And this is a homeopathy and I sell these kits. Um, there are 36 remedies in here. I get them from Helios Pharmacy in England, and they are so worthwhile to have on hand. If you have children or not, I mean, you just don't want to be without having a remedy kit for acute and/or chronic conditions. It's amazing to have these things on hand. Um, I hope you all get some important info. Got some important information from today's talk. And if you would like to reach out to me, you can call. 2508083104 or my website www.steppingstoneshomeopathy.com and I want to thank Shauna so much and balance well-being which is an awesome organization for promoting and uh, making our lives in this community awesome with their four pillars of health. Thank you so much Shauna. Uh,
0: did you want to stop sharing your screen? Yes. I'm oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm like, how do you do that? There we go. <laughs> there we go. Hey, how are you? That was wonderful. Hi, great. Think, thank I you. think what I love about homeopath too, is you said that um, when somebody has an ailment, they, yes. you fix them with the, these awesome uh, pellets that you give and stuff, yes. and then it's fixed. It's not yeah. something you have to take forever. Because yeah. I like some of these things. It's like, okay, this is this is your condition, yeah. And you need to have this every day, three times a day for the rest of, yeah. The morning,
1: right? Yeah, yeah. Kind <laughs> mean, of, of... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like, turn me off. Yeah, about... we, we work very differently from the red, red, uh, regular medical world, and I'm not saying you know better or it's just nice to have options, and it's that's what so we nice offer to have options. Yeah, to have not natural sure. medicine that actually works.
0: Yay! <laughs> Yay! So that kit—that kit's very intriguing, and I've seen people buy them from you before. Yes. So there's 36 yes. remedies. So if somebody walks home with that kit, first of all, yes, it's $100, right? 120. $100. Yes, $100. And yes. that's pretty awesome for that kit. So I've got this kit. Am I going to be able to know what to do with it
1: when I? Absolutely. There's a little booklet included in the kit, and if you say, "Oh, I have a cold," "I have this," "I have that," they tell you what remedies to look at. And you match the remedy, you match what your symptoms are with the remedy, and it will tell you what to take. And within within three doses, if something hasn't shifted, or you don't feel better, you go on to a different remedy, you don't have side effects, you don't have to worry about, you know, medication, all of that kind of stuff, you're going to know pretty quickly if it's the right remedy or not, because things will shift. I love I love the natural
0: base of home homeopathy, it's friggin awesome, and I have to yeah. miss Marnes Sophia is writing to me because I'm I'm bungling words like crazy. She's like, do you want me to teach you how to speak how to, how to speak Greek? And I was thinking, I was laughing when she said that. And then I'm seeing all these slides with these. I don't know how you say those words.
1: I have trouble with homeopathy. Well, I have trouble with some of them too. I've got some pretty big words and sometimes I just shorten them up. It's crazy. Some of those the Latin words of some of these remedies are just, oh yeah, you should see some of them. Some of them are unpronounceable, like incredible.
0: Wow,
1: awesome.
0: I have to say that talking to you through COVID and stuff like that too, you're such a calming force in that. So I know a lot of people are anxious and <clears throat> not sure. So I, I know when uh, Mona offers
1: a, a free 10 minute, 10, 15 minute consultation. Uh, even up to 30 minutes, depending on what they need. But generally it's 15 to 20 minutes. I talk with people 100%. They can phone me if they have any questions or concerns or want to know more. I'm, I'm always open for that for, for sure.
0: Because when I sat down for that free consultation, it's like, wow, like I'd seen you present before, but just spending time with you had a totally uh, more appreciation for what you do and stuff. So I totally recommend that. Please reach out to Mona if you have any concerns. Uh, There's no need for people to suffer physically. There's there's solutions to
1: help you. Yeah, and even if you just get the regular flu, I mean, by all means, please don't think that you have to suffer. I mean, the quicker you get to some remedies and the quicker that you reach out to me, the faster you can get better. There is no need to have to suffer at all, at all.
0: Mm -mm. And I know in other presentations, you've shown pictures and the total crazy uh, improvements of people when you express them to to when they leave. And wow. That must, yeah. I know it, it feeds your soul because I know not hear you talk about it, then you make such an impactful difference in people's lives, so.
1: Thank you. Thank yeah, you. That's, yeah, that's why I'm here. You I know, know, I just want to make a difference. I don't want anybody to suffer needlessly. Yeah, bless you.
0: Bless you for being there and thank you yeah. for that wonderful presentation and thank I will you. share Mona's uh, information to you. Uh, it's already on this, underneath this, so a uh, live feed, but I will uh, share it again and in future sharings of this stuff, so. Thank you Mona.
1: Thank you Shauna. Bye everyone. Have a great